0: Welcome to the Align and Conquer podcast. My name is Isabel Ray Jones, and I'm an organic marketing coach who specializes in personal branding and social media marketing to help you align with your values so you can conquer the online marketing world. In this podcast, we talk business, marketing, personal growth, spiritual development, and pretty much anything life throws at you because it's all intertwined to bring you closer to who you are and why you're here. So, let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to episode four. I'm actually really excited for this episode because I'm gonna be talking about setting daily rituals, kind of creating a rhythm throughout your day. This is the moment where you take those mindset shifts and you take all the work that you've been doing and you actually put it into a physical practice and creating the life that you want is a daily practice that we all have to be a part of and it's like when you create rituals in your day, you're actually creating a lot of intention for creating the life that you want. Manifestation is one part mindset, one part like a spiritual internal process and then one part worldly because all of the things we're trying to manifest are in this life on this earth. So we kind of have to be a little bit a part of reality in order to fully create the reality that we want. So before diving in, I am going to go over our tarot card for this episode. I really have been loving kind of bringing in the tarot to this because i It just gives more messages that maybe I alone wouldn't have had without a little bit of guidance. And this one today is, as always, just so perfect. I pulled the Judgment card, and this card is a reminder to be an active participant in your life. And the thing that I really love about Judgment and Justice actually kind of go together in this deck, and the thing that I love about both of those is you typically think of Judgment... As something that happens before justice is created. And it's something we really often look at as an outward thing like, I have to teach a lesson to this person, or I am going to judge this person. Or, I mean, even internally, I am going to bring myself justice. I ate chips today, so now I can't have this other thing that I really like. Or, you know, and, or we like judge ourselves for this stuff. And I feel like, when you bring the tarot into it, it's kind of shifting that perspective where it's not negative. It's judgment isn't a negative thing. It's like this enlightenment. It can really become that when you remove the negative aspect of looking down on someone and really just make it like an active self-awareness of what you're stepping into, what you're doing, and almost using it as like loving messages from who you want to be to who you are right now. And it's just, it can be a very loving process or it can be a very tear down process depending on how you go about it. But I encourage you to take this card as a very positive message and you are living your life and you have control over it. So be an active participant, make sure you're being intentional with what you're doing and that will lead you to where you want to be. So in this sense, judgment is really just saying be aware. Be willing to look and accept maybe the lower self, shadow self parts of your day or yourself and move on, move forward, be active in moving higher up. So that really leads us into the setting daily rituals and Why they're important, what they really are, and how to bring them into your life in a really positive way. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So, the first thing, obviously, you always have to define what it actually is that you're doing, what it actually is that you're talking about. And rituals are a very spiritual concept. I mean, typically, it is like a community, a spiritual community decides on these. Routines that they do that kind of bring them closer to their spirituality. So, when you take that into consideration as an individual, as just the person that you are, you can kind of start to think of what brings you closer to who you want to be because spirituality really, it starts with the individual and that individual then, once connected to themselves, is able to connect to everyone else. I mean, it's the same concept as you can't love anyone as much as you love yourself. You can't care for anyone as much as or any more than you care for yourself. So it starts with with the individual. And that's where these kind of daily rituals that we set for ourselves come in. It's a practice of connecting with ourselves that allows us to connect with the world around us and ultimately helps us create the life that we really want. So... That being said, I really like to think of rituals and rhythms kind of hand in hand. A rhythm is kind of a flow that you follow. It's a very intentional flow, you know, when you think in in terms of music, the rhythm of the music really brings the whole entire piece to where it's supposed to be can start with, you know, kind of a slower rhythm. And that's going to set the pace for the whole entire song or a really upbeat rhythm. I mean, the core of everything we do is based in the rhythm of what's going on. So if you have a really chaotic rhythm, how are you really supposed to know what's happening next? You can't really follow the beat if it's all over the place. So rituals, rhythms, however you, I mean, routine, if you like that word, that's really what all of this is about. It's just setting up a very intentional flow to your day that helps you to create a day that you really love. And if you can do that in your every single day, then every day is a good day. And that's, you know, I mean, that's what we all want, right? So I like to break down the day into three areas, and this is sort of this is how I do it. I have a very open-ended ritual to my day. I have time slots and um, kind of like cues to what to my actions. So I'll have one action that leads into the next one. Sometimes I get off of it, but once you set a really foundational ritual throughout your day, and you create a really foundational rhythm then you're able to go back to it. So I like to kind of piece my day together from morning, afternoon, and afternoon is what starts when I'm done working, and then night. So those are kind of the three big things. Because when you're in the middle of a workday or you're in the middle of a flow, then there's not really a whole lot of room to move. It kind of changes throughout the day. When I'm working, I might be doing a podcast or doing client work or something like that. So that kind of has its own little space separate from my everyday life. But surrounding those times, so it's kind of like you think of your day in time slots. So morning is really a time to connect with yourself. When you're sleeping, you sort of go into this unconscious, subconscious, almost hypnotic state. You're really able to, that's why people say if you're going to manifest something, the best times to like say your affirmations are right before you go to sleep, as you're falling asleep, and then right when you wake up. And, you know, really looking at your dreams, looking at everything that happens while you were sleeping and really thinking about what you were taking in during that state is a really important thing because your mind is so open your your walls are sort of down so you're able to take in a lot more. So morning is actually a very, underutilized time in all of our lives. I mean it's really hard waking up. Waking up is not fun to do and the pressure of like waking up a little bit earlier or, you know, actually finding time in the day. I'm a mom of two boys that wake up at like five thirty. So for me, I've had to sort of lower some of my standards on the morning and I've had to really kind of mold and create something that works for everyone. But the reality is is If you're willing to let go of judgment from other people, if you're willing to let go of expectations that other people might have on what your morning should look like, then you're able to do things like say, hey kids, you get to watch 30 minutes of TV every morning because I want to journal and I want to be with myself right now. And if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. But I'm prioritizing what I really need in those precious few minutes after I wake up. So thinking about your morning and really using this time to connect with yourself, to adjust to being in a new day, to really thinking of what you want to make the day. And all of that is just going to really set the stage for the rest of your day. I know mornings when I wake up a little bit late, then I'm constantly falling behind. And again, that's not really something that I need to worry too much about. If I have days where I wake up later, I just have a late morning routine. So it's not, this really isn't something where it has to be rigid. It just should be something that standardizes most of your days. So when you're thinking about your morning routine, really think about what makes you feel most connected to you. What makes you feel most connected to spirit or whatever you qualify as that in your life, or what really helps you to connect to who you want to be. So, journaling, meditation, um, looking—I like to look at my horoscope and do some tarot pulls, and you know, whatever it is that gives you a moment. I mean, if you know, if God is your thing, that would be a great time to kind of do a daily devotional or read a passage, like. I mean, whatever it is that you feel connected to that's larger than yourself that also brings you into yourself, that's really what you want to fill this time with. And, you know, so focusing the mornings, I think probably, at least for me, are the most important. I'm a little bit of an early riser. I'm an early bird. I'm a morning person. So if you're a night person, then you can kind of reverse what I'm saying. But the the mornings really can be a valuable time if you add that intention to it. So the next moment that I really like to focus on is my after work time. Um, This is kind of between when I finish working and when I make dinner is a little bit of a mixed bag, but I'm definitely working on making it something that's a lot more profound, a lot more impactful throughout my day because my responsibilities with work are done. And I do have a very strict rule where I don't do anything for work, especially if it doesn't sound fun, which I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, work isn't fun. So you just got to do it if it's there. But we need, we need boundaries around work, whether you're self-employed, whether you work for someone, you have the right to have a life. You just do. You have the right. If you have client work You still have the right to live a life. You have your work hours and they need to be respected by everyone, including you. So when I'm done with work, this means I am done. I close my laptop, I leave my office, I shut down Instagram, and I'm done for the day. And anything that happens can be dealt with the next day. And if I miss something that can be dealt with the next day. And it's not a matter of slacking. I have a very, I mean, it. that's where your workday routine is really valuable, but this is the personal routines that we're talking about. So in your workday routine, if you're not getting everything done and you feel like it has to spill into your personal, then that's something that you really need to look at with your work time routine. So that way, when you get to the after work hours, and hopefully there's enough of them to where you have a little bit of time between when you start your nighttime routine and when you have your you know, work time routine, you want to have some space in between that. And that's going to be your afternoon post-work ritual time. So for me, I really like to do a reset of the house. I pretty much let the house get to whatever it's going to get to. I mean, beyond, you know, I'm not going to let the kids like smear food on the walls, but for the most part, their toys, whatever, I can clean it up. Not that big of a deal. Something that really helps with that is we've actually, you know, kind of limited their toys. We make sure that they only have out what they're actually going to play with. Otherwise, toddlers really like to just pull things out for the sake of pulling things out. And that's not a mess I want to clean up. So I don't give them those toys. I just give them the ones that they're actually going to play with. So all that to say, it's really about allowing yourself to do what you need to do to make your life easier and a little bit more carefree. And so that's one of my things. The toys is one thing. The TV is another thing. And so then my afternoon is free to straighten up I can kind of take the day and it doesn't take me a very long time because we have limited the amount of things that we have and I can go through the house and I can just straighten up what we have and then from there I listen to a podcast so I'm like equally giving into myself, giving back to myself, filling up my cup while I'm also cleaning up the house which ultimately is a huge cup filler because there's not a bunch of junk all over the place and then I sit and I rest. And I'm not even talking like, oh, I go on some long nature walk rest. I'm talking like I sit down and I watch TV and not even like documentaries. I watch like Dawson's Creek or Gilmore Girls. And this is what I do because I need this rest time. And I know that at night, I want to spend time with my husband. So if I'm going to rest, that's going to be In this, you know, if I want to have my alone time, that's gonna be now. And you know, I pull out my iPad, I play a little color by number, some kind of click it app game, and I just turn my brain off because that is extremely valuable for me. And if that's not you, that's not something that sounds good to you. If you're a more active person, a more social person, that's your time to maybe have a friend over. That's the time to schedule play dates. That's you know, this time can be whatever you want it to be, but if you're very introverted, pick up a good book, watch a good TV show, whatever it is that makes you feel completely just off. That's what I like to do right after work. It really revitalizes me and, you know, if you don't have kids, then pick and choose what you want. But for, you know, for people that do have kids, something that I've found is dedicating my night to my family has made us so close. It's made the relationship between me and my boys extremely strong. It's made the relationship between me and my husband really strong. And, you know, there are some nights where he wants to go play video games with his friends and I want to go have a drink with one of mine. And, you know, we don't, it's not like every single night, but for the most part, as homebody as we are, we take the nighttime to be together. So this afternoon time, the priority is me, my time. And in the morning, the priority is my awareness, my ability to be a higher version of myself, a higher vibe version. And then I fill up my cup, I turn off my brain in the afternoon. So then that leads me to nighttime. In nighttime, the priority should be, first and foremost, getting a good night's sleep. So what that looks like for me is 9.30, lights are out, we're going to bed, and Anything that happens between when the boys go down and when 9.30 happens, then there you go. That's free time. And that's that's kind of what I like about these little, like, looking at a routine and a rhythm in a ritual mindset because I really am setting up these rituals. Like, my morning ritual is journal, check up on the moon, look at horoscopes, do my tarot cards, and then breakfast starts and then the day starts. We have our like coffee time. We have a coffee time ritual in the morning where we get to sit down and have coffee and talk about our day, talk about our night and then the afternoon hits and I, well first, then I go to work and all of those little things happen and then my afternoon ritual happens. I even have a drink that I include with it. I have a little bubbly water with some cranberry juice in it and it's so good and I can just sit down and relax, and then the nighttime ritual comes in where I make dinner, and then we give the boys a bath, we might go outside, and really, from there, it's just play time. We really like to dedicate time to play, so we'll run around like robots, or we'll like do tickle tunnel, or you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever we do to play with them, whatever they ask for, We have that time and that's like a family ritual that we've all grown accustomed to that we look forward to and it's created a lot of trust and stability and togetherness. So, and then from there, our nighttime ritual, find some good snacks, find a good TV show and just sit and hang out and talk about the day and just be together. So, That's how I like to split up my rituals. And of course, this is your day. This is your day to do what you want. I have my things that I really love to do. And this is how I've figured out how to put all of it together. And now for you, I'm going to go through how to implement your own rituals and how you can really create a day that you love that's full of the stuff that you like to do. So The first thing is I like to create a 10-10 list. This is pretty much my first step when I'm thinking about my day and I'm thinking about my life and I'm thinking about moving on to something. The very first thing I always do is a 10-10 list. It's essentially a fancy way of saying pros and cons. So I look at my current day and I say, okay, what are the 10 best moments? And what are the 10 worst? And if you're, if you can't really think of it specifically for just one day, just think about the 10 ways you would love to spend your time, 10 things you would love to have as a part of your day, and 10 things you wish you could remove. And then what you'll do is you'll slowly over time, start adding more of the good, getting rid of the bad. And when you put that intention on it, when you acknowledge that it's there, and then you intentionally remove the bad and bring in the good, then eventually you're sitting there, you're looking at your day, and if right now you're like, okay, well, screw you. I don't have time to sit and have coffee with my husband in the morning or sit with him at night. Take that and say, okay, so that's something I want. What do I need to remove to have it? You know, what do I need to do in my day to get that thing that I've now discovered that I want? And... From there, you can start to implement that a little bit more. You can say, okay, well, maybe I need to wake up a little bit earlier. Maybe I need to, I don't know, whatever you have to do. So once you have that list and you can keep it where you can see it, so you can always actively be working on that or you can, you know, hide it away and just have it in your mind, whatever you want. From there, something I really like is cues because that's how you form habits. If you haven't read it, Atomic Habits is one of the best books when it comes to thinking about forming habits throughout your day, and it's cues is a really big thing. So like after X happens, I do Y. After Y happens, I do Z. So like for me, closing my laptop and walking into the living room kind of kickstarts this feeling of cleaning. And this is on days when I have energy, on days when I don't, honestly... I just go straight to the couch. That's just how it is. But typically, I have these cues set up that really make it to where I can go throughout my day and have these just automatic flows that happen because I'm not trying to think about what to do next. I'm actually, I, my body just knows because I've set up these cues. So I close my laptop. I walk into the living room. I clean up the house. I do the dishes. I grab my drink. I sit down. I watch TV and then four o'clock rolls around and I start thinking about dinner. So that's kind of how the flow works for the morning. I wake up, I brush my teeth, I go pee. I, you know, that's a huge part. I have to do that every morning, you know? You sleep all night and then I go and make the coffee and then I journal while I'm waiting for the coffee and I drink water. I've added that because that's how you add like those healthy habits of drinking more water is you add it into these rituals. So creating these cues kind of makes it to where you can add in habits that are really healthy for you. It gives your body, the natural flow that you need to not feel like you're forcing yourself to do something, but to feel like you're just going with it. And so creating those cues, for me, it helps to write down what I want to do, like what I want my day to look like. And I add timestamps to it as well. Like if I wake up at 545, then by six o'clock, I should be journaling. I should have like my sort of beginning to get ready for the day stuff done and then I should be journaling by six which leads me to getting through my flow by 745 to get ready for the day or 645 and then um you know make breakfast. So that's kind of how I do it. I have these timestamps and it doesn't mean I get it perfect every day. It doesn't mean that I'm literally living by this super strict schedule where everything has to happen at the same time every day. That's a major thing you have to just let go of. But having those, that general idea of timestamps gets your body in this flow that honestly, I think our bodies kind of crave. I think we were made to live by a system. I think that's why we even have time to begin with. It's why we have calendars. Like, It is just really settling and really grounding to be able to flow with, like, the sun, to be able to flow with the moon, to be able to flow with the way the earth is. Like, everything is in a flow, but it's on a very time-stamped flow, and we've figured out the time, and now it's, it's time to get with the time. Okay, so... The next thing is, like, incentives, especially if it's something that is kind of difficult. You know, in general, I don't really like the idea of rewarding myself for doing a good job because, like, waking up every day, I'm doing everything I need to do. (laughs) I like to just live in that mentality of everything I do is enough because I'm doing what is best for me in that day. But it is nice to kind of set up kind of an incentive system. So this is, for me, a big one is cleaning. I don't like to clean. Who does? And so I kind of have to give myself these incentives and that's why I've given myself this permission to be able to sit down with a tasty drink and watch TV because that's my incentive to clean up the house because it's so much nicer to do that in a clean house than it is in one that's completely cluttered. And, you know, like my incentive for making breakfast at the same time every day is that I don't get screamed at for the rest of the day. So, you know, sometimes it's external, you know, incentives. Sometimes it's stuff we set up for ourselves but being able like my I think my kryptonite is yummy drinks I make a really delicious coffee in the morning and it gets me on Instagram it gives me incentive to go and like tell everyone hey I'm open for the day I'm online here I am so if that's something that you're struggling with like really being active and present online setting up incentives like that to really create just a space that you love to be in is really valuable Like, I love getting ready for the day because I've given myself a makeup routine that makes me feel like really be able to appreciate the beauty I already have by simply enhancing it. So just little things like that, it doesn't have to be huge. It can just be something really simple. Even if it's something that sets you into a better mindset, it's valuable. So thinking about those incentives that can kind of give you reason to really stick with the cues in the beginning is really great and then from there don't start over like don't feel like you failed if you miss a day because we're still human beings we're not robots this is not at all an invitation for your perfectionism to say okay well I have these systems so now I have to do everything perfectly every day no and it's so easy to get into that I personally am a perfectionist and it, I beat myself up if I have a day where I wake up at 6.15 instead of 5.45. And I will, you know, just kind of get on, get on myself about it. And I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have stayed up so late or you shouldn't have done this or whatever. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. It's really just about having a flow. And the flow, first and foremost, if it's going to be really intentional to be best for you, The very first thing about it, the first priority should be, this feels good. This makes me feel better. This makes me feel more connected to myself. So like weekends, the flow is out the dough. (laughs) for lack of a better... I had to say it. But seriously, the flow is gone on the weekends. It is like if I turn on Dawson's Creek at nine o'clock in the morning, I turn on Dawson's Creek at nine o'clock in the morning. But that also gives me a lot of room to be able to spend more time outside and, you know, to be able to just have a little bit of freedom with my day. So I'm not constantly doing the same thing every single day. So... This is not, again, this is not an invitation for your perfectionism to step onto the stage. It really is not. This is just a system that helps to create a little bit more intention that helps you to actually see the little parts of your day that are nagging at you that maybe you didn't notice before because you weren't really paying attention. It is simply a way to bring in more awareness to what you're doing in your day, how it's making you feel, and what you really want from your day. And that's just going to help you to see every area of your life that is what you want it to be and that isn't. And then you can actually have a system in place to start to do more of what you want because you deserve it. I mean, you deserve to have a good day every day. You're not going to. This is not a no bad days system, but it is an invitation to mold your life and to take ownership over what you have in front of you and to make it what you want it to be. And it's it's funny how these little like rituals throughout your day can really improve your life, but I will always say my life changed the day I started making my bed every morning. That's just it. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I've looked it up. There's some science behind that, but it's true. It's just the day I started implementing these tiny little acts of like gratitude and these tiny acts of just self-appreciation was the day that my life changed for the better. And the day that I learned I own this. I'm in charge of this. This is mine. This is my responsibility, but it's also my gift. And you can do with that what you will, but these rituals help you to realize it's yours for the taking. But no one's just going to hand it to you. You have to decide to take it and then own it. So with great freedom comes great responsibility and that is what I'll leave you with so I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I'll see you next week but you know if you enjoyed this episode go ahead and subscribe follow I will have more every Wednesday um if you want to be able to go and look at the tarot card from today, you can go look in the blog post. And uh, that's on my website, isabelrayjones.com. If you want to just follow along for updates on Instagram, that's at Isabel Ray Jones. So, all of it, you can find me on the internet, Isabel Ray Jones, I S A B E L R A E J O N E S. So, there you go. Hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next week.